Hey peeps, it's me, Christine, and I want to share with you a game-changing product that has improved my sleep and daily health. So let's dive in. You all know through my journey, I have struggled with sleep, being afraid of it, not getting quality sleep, and not being able to regulate my temperature throughout the night. I definitely learned the hard way, but sleep matters big time. It's when your muscles repair, your brain detoxes, and your body can work on cellular renewal. We just can't afford to miss out on an adequate amount of high-quality sleep, which is kind of hard when you have a rare disease. There's not much that I control in this real life, but one of the easiest and most effective ways to get better sleep every single night is through temperature regulation. Studies actually prove cooler temperatures lead to a deeper, more restful sleep, and that insomniacs actually lack this natural drop in core body temperature, which is what keeps them up at night. Personally, I run hot. This means that even if my room is super cold, I wake up in a pool of sweat, uncomfortable, changing my clothes several times throughout the night. It's frustrating for obvious reasons, and this is why I was so relieved to discover this transformative products from Chili. The Cube from Chili Sleep is a system that fits right over the top of your mattress and uses water to control the temperature of your bed, which helps lower your internal temperature and triggers deeper, relaxing sleep. Since water has 30 times more thermal conductivity than air, these systems are a lot more effective than just cranking up the AC. I mean, I keep my house at 65, so it has to be true. Ever since I started using the Cube system, I've noticed I fall asleep a lot faster, sleep deeper, and wake up feeling fully rested. (laughs) Now, my wife is not a polar bear like me and likes to sleep a little bit warmer, so I love that we can each have our own temperatures on either side of the bed. Chili products can range between 55 and 115 degrees. Right now, Chili is offering my audience a really great deal. When you go to chilisleep.com backslash findyourrare20, you get 20% off the Cube All Sleep Systems with Find Your Rare 20. Sleep is something we could all use more of, and we can all take small steps towards getting better sleep to improve our life in big ways. I hope you'll check out the Chili Sleep System and see why I love their product so much. Hey peeps, welcome back for another episode of Because We Are Strong. This week, we have Brittany Anderson, a fibrous dysplasia warrior who has taken her advocacy to the legislative level. We have so much to cover this episode. I'm your host, Christine. Let's dive in. This is the Because We're Strong podcast, where we sit down every week to get your stories and insight on how to navigate this rare life. You can expect everything real and raw in the hopes that your story, along with ours, helps another person who is dealing with a similar rare struggle. So grab your favorite drink, a comfy blanket, and buckle in, because rare disease isn't for the faint of heart. Welcome, Brittany. Thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. So Brittany, can you tell our listeners a little bit about your rare journey and um, how you got to where you are today? Uh, Sure. It all started when I was 13. After having a tooth pulled, uh, the swelling in my jaw never went down. So they did a biopsy and found um, I had a bone disease in my face called fibrous dysplasia and um everything was fine except I started having headaches and at 15 they found 
a brain tumor covering my pituitary gland that had to be removed ASAP. And um, since then, I've had uh, 13 surgeries. And uh, when I was 20 years old, uh, I was having a surgery and the doctor um, had ignored protocol on quite a few things and it left me with a lot of brain damage. So for two years, I couldn't walk or talk on my own. And um, it has left me to feel kind of like a child inside, which is hard to explain. And um, since it all began, I've been diagnosed with six rare diseases and deal with um, a lot of pain every day. And and uh, almost six years ago, the bone disease I have uh, took my teeth. And um, that's when I became um, an advocate is because I was told that I wouldn't get none unless I had the ability to pay for them myself. Wow. So let, can we rewind a second? Um, you know, so you get this tooth pulled and you get this bone disease. And then if that's not enough, you throw this, you know, problem that happened at the, the hospital what, during surgery and your like whole life is like changed. And how was that mentally to handle? I mean, I know you said it, it sounded made it feel like you're a child and I, I can really resonate with, with that idea of just losing a like kind of control and ability. Yeah, it's, it was really hard. And, um, you know, for a few years, like, you know, I couldn't complete a sentence or anything. And when I started being able to um, talk normally and walk on my own, like it, it still, it, it took a long time for me, like to not be angry. So I, I guess there was a lot of um, anger and like of not understanding like why it happened to me. I think you bring up such a great point about um, like the grief cycle and the anger and so how did you take that, you know, experience and decide that, you know what, like I'm going, I'm going to advocate, I'm going to tell my story and I'm going to get people to listen. I know a little bit was out of, you didn't have much choice because you needed, because, you know, the way insurance works and everything and you need to get involved, but it's a very vulnerable position. Yeah. Um, I just started to uh, realize too that, um, a lot of people, like, uh, with the brain damage, um, I don't know of any survivors that have survived that particular incident that happened to me. And the lawyer I'd had at the time, you know, had a case where, you know, the person had died. So I just had a lot of experience with realizing that I was lucky, in a sense, like, because I always felt doomed, I guess, in a sense. but. I started to try to look at the positive side of it and realize that I was kind of lucky and started looking at all the places that I was lucky instead of, you know, on the doom side. You know, I think you bring up a good point that, you know, it's easy to feel on the doom side, but, you know, also grief isn't linear. So what do you do sometimes when you do get like low or, you know, because you, you want to be, have like a good perspective, but also like not toxic positivity, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I get low still, you know, quite a bit. And when I do, um, 
I try to use that time to like uh, go in the support groups and try to uh, reach out to others and try to um, like be there for others and uh, try to like help lift others up. And that seems to always help me like get lifted up as well. You know, it is so true. I think when you start down this advocacy journey, um, you know, it really changes you as a person um, and it makes you, you know, more vulnerable, more this, more that. But there is a lot of um, really special things, I think, that comes come out of it. Yes, very much. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about like what it was like for, you know, your family or your support system? Yes. Um, uh, well, for first, uh, like my mom. Uh, she's the one that's been there, you know, from day one. And, um, you know, back then when I was young, like I, I watched her like see me, you know, almost die a couple of times. And uh, that was really hard. I could imagine, you know, what from her perspective, how that was with her daughter. And then um, when the doctors did that, uh like she had to teach me all the basic things again and, you know, kind of re-raise me. And I just, uh, we're still together today. Like we still live together. Uh, and I think that's been the hardest is watching uh, what she's had to go through from the parent side. I mean, I think it's, you know, you bring up this thing that is not talked about, which is like caregivers, right? And like how much they go through, like, yes, we're going through it, but you know, they have a whole separate entity they're going through. Yes, very much. Where has your advocacy led you so far? Like uh, now I've been working with um, the mayor and the governor every year and uh, they make a rare disease day official in my city and my state. And I've been lucky to go to uh, Rare Disease Week on Capitol Hill a couple of times. And um, that's something I look forward to every year now. I've been there too. Maybe we've crossed paths. Oh, that's awesome. We probably crossed paths. Oh, my gosh. I live in D.C. Yes. Absolutely. It's a date. I love D.C. That would be so fun to connect. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, sidebar to our listeners. Brittany, what would you say as, like, one piece of advice to anybody who's, like, new in this, like, chronic illness or rare disease community? Like, what would be your advice? That we are always stronger than we think. And most importantly, stronger than we feel. I I think we can... um, Anything set on our path, we can make it through or it wouldn't be part of our journey. And what about um, if people wanted like can, to connect with you, where could they find you and, uh, you know, reach out to to follow your journey to help you with your advocacy? On uh, Facebook and Instagram, I try to be on daily for advocacy and um my email is always great, too. Is there anything else, Brittany, you'd like to say to our listeners before we go? Just to always believe in yourself. Oh, I love that so much. I feel like that goes to the mental health aspect of it. You know, it's like uh, kind of what you said in the beginning that like nobody is going to um, 
kind of do it for you. Like you have to, um, like uh, you, you were like, I had to become an advocate because I didn't have a choice. Right. Yeah. And I think that it is so not easy to, to do that. I mean, and, and you take advocacy in a whole new way when it comes to like legislation and stuff. Like I don't touch that stuff like that. That is like some confusing stuff. Is there anything uh, you'd like to add about that aspect of your journey? Just that uh, I think uh, the legislation for the ELSA bill is it's something I fight for daily. Um, it's so people like me don't have to fight for teeth or, you know, just any dental care. You know, it's all considered cosmetic. So what is the ELSA bill? Uh, it's called the Insuring Lasting Smiles Act, and that's why it's referred to ELSA. And it would just uh, help people like me get teeth um, completely paid for, and not only teeth, but dental care. And um, anything when you're it's you're born and it's a genetic cause of you losing the teeth or needing care, it would all be covered. Wow. I mean, it's crazy to me to think that that's not covered automatically. Um, is there anything um, myself, Rare, or our listeners can do to support you in getting this bill, um, you know, passed? Yes, you can um, write your uh, um, local House of Representatives or your senators and just ask them to co-sponsor the bill. That would be great. All right. Everyone, I think that we have a plan. I went ahead and I linked a template into the show notes. So you can go ahead, easily get that and print it out and send it to your local representatives. These things are important and we have to stick together. Yes. Thank you so much for that. Brittany, thank you so much for coming on the show today, sharing your story, educating us. I've never heard of this disease. You know, we are, you know, roughly 75 episodes in and it's, it, it's crazy to me that uh, how much I still learn every time we record. So, you know, thank you for being here. Thank you for advocating and being vulnerable. Yes. Thank you for having me. To all our listeners who tune in every week, thank you for continuing to bridge the gap between rare disease and the rest of the world. Until next time, live large and stay rare. Catch us next week for another episode. To continue the conversation about rare disease and all the unknowns that comes with it, join our Facebook group. Want even more rare? Become a VRP member on Patreon and learn more about our stories or how to share yours by visiting bwspod.com.